Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest on Selena Gomez, Matthew McConaughey, Rita Moreno, Maury Povich, Ringo Starr, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. These are the sounds of a dinner. A dinner that almost didn't happen. A dinner now served, thanks to people like you. Due to COVID-19, 17 million more Americans may face hunger. Feeding America is helping our neighbors in need. And if you're able, you can too. Donations are being accepted at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus. Brought to you by the Ad Council and Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletta14. Stiletta, like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a partly cloudy, 68 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for joining me here on this Wednesday morning, afternoon, or Wednesday, late afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for always tuning in and supporting the show. Well, as usual, we got to start with uh, the state of the country, as usual, as another mass shooting occurred yesterday at another elementary school. And uh, there's a few celebrities that are going on social media to talk about what we need to do as far as trying to solve this problem. Uh, We have Selena Gomez and Matthew McConaughey. They're talking about this. Also, uh, this week, uh, Miss Rita Moreno is the latest celebrity or new addition to the Fast and Furious family. I'll tell you what character she's getting ready to play. 
and the father of the longest-running daytime TV show, Maury Povich, is getting ready to retire. I'll tell you what he got planned after uh, doing the Maury Povich show. And Ringo Starr, Ringo Starr is getting ready to drum up a new virtual venture. I'll tell you what that is. And uh, because of the mass shooting, CBS uh, television show, uh, FBI, they were getting ready to do a season finale, but they scratch it due to the latest gun violence that occurred yesterday. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's get started. Uh, as you, if you just don't know, uh, we had another mass shooting here in the United States. This time it was in Uvalde, Texas, at an elementary school. Nineteen children were killed, two teachers were killed. And, um, I, you know, I, what else is there to say? I mean, I talked about this last week with the incident in Buffalo, New York. You know, it's gotten to a point with, uh, you know, what is it going to take? What is it going to take for this country to get a handle on gun control and gun laws? Because what is it going to take for for everybody to get shooed up, for everybody to be dead in this country before anybody is going to do anything about it? I mean, we had another shooting in 2012. December 14, 2012, to be exact, when uh, President uh, Barack Obama uh, was addressing the nation about another mass shooting at another elementary school in Sandy Hook, Connecticut, where uh, 20 children were dead, got were shot uh, between the ages of six and seven years old. Six adults were killed as well. Um, and the gunman was a 20-year-old by the name of Adam Lanza. And I don't understand what is going on in Washington, D.C. I don't understand what's going on in this country in general. I mean, and this happened in Uvalde, Texas. And the governor, Governor Abbott, is the same governor who is putting all these strict rules and regulations and laws to ban abortion, who who their main focus is to in 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 the best interest of the unborn child, but when the child gets here, the child might be dead because the child goes to school, the school gets shot up. You can't go anywhere, you can't go to the movies, you can't go to the supermarket, you can't go to the mall. Nowhere is safe because nobody wants to do anything about this, no one. And this is coming from a governor who uh, wants to ban the rights for women and their reproductive issues, but at the same time they're not willing to take care of the children that are born, that are here right now. And I don't know, I mean, I'm just, are we just become a country that's become numb to this? Or have we just, you know, and and forget about prayers and, and condolences and, because that's not working no more. 
that's not working anymore. I mean, these Republicans are not saying nothing about this, and the ones that are saying they sound idiotic, they sound crazy. And why, people, are we voting those same idiotic, crazy, who don't give a damn about children, about American people, about nobody but themselves. Why are we voting these people back in? Why? Why are silly Senator Ted Cruz from Texas said this morning, oh, the shooting, um, we got to blame it on the media, we got to blame it on the Democrats. What? You are in Texas. What are you doing about it? What if that, you, Ted Cruz has a young daughter. What if that was his daughter at that school getting shot up? Is that when you're going to do something about it? Is that when you're going to blame it on the media and the Democrats? Come on. We got to, why are we voting these people back in office? Why are they in office? That's that's the that's the that's the question. Why are they in office? Because they're not that bright. They're not that bright. I mean, seriously, just what, what we become a country that don't give a damn. All we care about money, 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 money. We got to do something. Oh, we cannot move forward as a country. I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, uh, independent. We got to do something. When that bullet kills somebody, it don't give a damn what political party you 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 associate with. It doesn't give a damn whether you're rich or poor. It doesn't give a damn whether you black, white, Asian, Latin. It don't give a damn about that. You are dead. We have to do something. The first thing we gotta vote these people out of office because they don't give that. They have no interest. And helping the people in this state, the interests of this country whatsoever. We gotta vote these people out because they're not that bright. They they they're the cause of our demise, people. They they are the cause of our demise. They they're the cause of this country's demise. Two celebrities talked about this this week about this gun violence. One is Selena Gomez. She is from Texas. She is calling for American politicians to actually change the laws after at least 21 people were killed in that shooting in her home state of Texas. The shooting at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde on Wednesday, again, left 19 children and two teachers dead. And this is what Selena Gomez tweeted. She said, quote, if children aren't safe at school, where are they safe? It's so frustrating, and I'm not sure what to say anymore. 
Those in power need to stop giving lip service and actually change the laws to prevent these shootings in the future, unquote. And I absolutely agree with her. Selena Gomez is uh, 29 years old. She grew up in Grand Prairie, which is part of Dallas County. Uvalde is about 350 miles southwest of Dallas and about 85 miles west of San Antonio. The Wizard of Waverly Place uh, actress was one of the numerous public figures who called for change after the shooting, which occurred less than two weeks after ten people were killed and three were wounded in a shooting at a Buffalo supermarket. And I'm, you know, I agree with you, Selena, 100%, but you know what is going on deaf ears? We're preaching to the choir because these politicians in Washington, D.C., and in these states are just sitting on their ass and not doing a damn thing. And I just was wondering, what is it going to take for more people to get hurt, for more people to get killed, for them to do something about this? Or is it going to take for one of their family members or themselves to be a, be a victim of a mass shooting for them to say we got to do something? Because that's what it looks like. That's the only way I see that they're going to do something about this. Selena Gomez wasn't the only one. Matthew McConaughey, he urged Americans to find a common ground. Again, after at least 21 people, including 19 children, were killed in that elementary school shooting. And he's from Uvalde, Texas. Matthew McConaughey is from Uvalde, Texas. The Oscar winner actor stressed the need to renegotiate our wants from our needs in order to find a solution to the gun violence issue that continued to devastate the United States. Now, this is what he shared. This is a message he shared on social media. He said, quote, this is an epidemic we can control, and whichever side of the aisle we may stand on, we all know we can do better. We must do better. Action must be taken so that no parent has to experience what the parents in Uvalde and the others before them have endured. The true call to action now is for every American to take a longer and deeper look in the mirror and ask ourselves, what is it that we truly value? How do we repair the problem? What small sacrifices can we individually take today to preserve a healthier and safer nation, state, and neighborhood tomorrow? We cannot exhale once again making excuses and accept these tragic realities as the status quo. Unquote. And he's absolutely right. He hit the nail on the head. We cannot, we cannot be, just make excuses and just accept this as the the norm, as the new norm. We cannot. This is not acceptable. Again, two teachers were also killed in the shooting, which occurred at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, about 85 miles west of San Antonio. The suspected shooter was identified yesterday on Tuesday as Salvador Ramos, 18 years old, a resident of Uvalde. According to Governor Greg Abbott, the governor said that Ramos was killed by police. So I guess that solves it, huh? 
The tragedy in Uvalde took place less than two weeks, again, after 10 people were killed and three others were wounded in a racially motivated mass shooting at a top supermarket in Buffalo, and 11 of the victims were black. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, who was 52, he was born in Uvalde in 1969. He's known for such films as Dallas Buyers Club and The Interstellar. And he, um, that it was announced in November that he wouldn't run for governor of Texas in 2022 after widespread speculation. So this is where we are, America. And I'm pretty sure this news is not only here just across the country but around the world. we got to do something. Or all of us are going to be a victim or know someone that's going to be a victim of this, these mass shootings. Right now, we got 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week between 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I broadcast the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you like us. We are on Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on the gram at T. Jones Gibbs. Uh, Rita Moreno has stood the test of time. And now she's ready for something fast and furious. The 90-year-old Hollywood trailblazer has booked her next film, and she's going to be the part of the latest installment of the Fast and Furious franchise. Vin Diesel, the kingpin of of the eventually never-ending film series, revealed in an Instagram post that he got his dream actor to play his character Dom Toretto's grandmother in the forthcoming Fast 10. He took to social media on Monday alongside longtime co-star Michelle Rodriguez and a baseball cap wearing Miranda Marino to make the announcement. And this is what Vin Diesel said. He said, quote, it's been my dream forever to work with Rita Moreno, and the fact that she's here playing my grandmother makes my soul smile. I'm so blessed. Uh, Marina Marino added that she said, quote, the answer is yes, I'll do it, and yes, not only do it, but I'm tickled. I'm tickle, tickled to hell to do it. I'm so thrilled. It's going to be so much fun, unquote. And, she, and uh, Vin Diesel said to the legend, thank you so much. I love you. Production for the 10th Fast and Furious is currently underway in London. Justin Lin, who had helmed five films in the franchise, stepped down as director of Fast 10 last month, but announced he will remain as producer. French uh, film director Louise Letterer was named as his replacement. The popular movie series also starred Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Sung Kang, and Natalie Emmanuel. Alongside the West Side Story star Emmy, Golden Globe, and Oscar winner Brie Larson will make her Fast and Furious debut with Fast 10. Charlize Theron, Jason Momoa, Cardi B, and Scott Eastwood are also a part of the cast. 
with a rumor production budget of $300 million. The film is expected to be released by Universal Pictures in May of 2023. He is the father of a long-running daytime TV era that's coming to an end. And in the age of podcasts, social media, and streaming, Maury Povich, who is retiring for television after a record-breaking 31 years on daytime TV, plans to dive into the newspaper business. The 83-year-old talk show host visited ABC The View on Monday to talk about calling it quits and what happens next. The final episode of Maury is set to air in September. Povich has taped more than 3,600 programs over the past three decades, many of which deals with revealing the results of paternity tests to a live audience. Soon, things will slow down for the former a current, host, a current affair host. According to Povich, he plans to turn his attention to a newspaper he founded with his wife of 38 years and fellow broadcaster Connie Chung. Povis boasted that paper, the Flathead Beacon, has done really well in the Flathead Valley, and he hopes to build on that success. The Flathead Beacon has won numerous local awards in northwest Montana. On Monday, the panel of The View praised Povis for punching the proverbial envelope by normalizing topics like teen pregnancy and infidelity. The Washington, D.C. native said he his, he's uh, confident his show convinced unexpected fathers to get involved in their children's lives. Povich claimed that people who see themselves acting foolish on TV may, in fact, be inspired to become better people. He also admitted that thousands of shows later, he'll be remembered for two lines, which he delivered for the audience at The View, and that was, you are the father or you are not the father. Yes, the end of an era. That's right. It made for great entertainment, I tell you. I mean, it was really crazy, and it was a little ratchet. Not a little bit. It was definitely ratchet at times. Some of the people that was coming up here, women who kept bringing men on the show that thought was the father of their child, end up not being, and they would return again and again, still can't find the father of their children. So, yeah, I guess it is an end of an era. It is an end of an era. Um, Ringo, Ringo Starr is uh, drumming up a new virtual venture. Uh, digital artwork created by the Beatles drummer will be sold next month at an online auction titled The Ringo Starr NFT Collection, The Creative Mind of a Beatle. Fans will be able to bid on the non-fungible tokens, which feature animated paintings by Star, along with a custom-made drum comp- drum composition recorded and played by the artist, according to Julian Auctions, which is holding the event. The purchases also include a 25 by 25 canvas print signed by Star. The NFT collection is the first to be created by a member of the Beatles. The auction, which is scheduled for June 13, includes five different NFTs or NTS, with four of each set to be sold. Oh no, I was right. The NFTs and bids can be made that day on the JulianAuctions.com website. Now, some of the proceeds will benefit Star's charity, the Lotus Foundation, which support uh, projects devoted to the social welfare and health of people in diverse areas. The Liverpool, England-born Star is a rock and roll hall of famer, both with the Beatles and as a solo artist. He is known for Beatles hits such as Yellow Submarine, With a Little Help for My Friends, and Octopus Garden. 
The FBI season uh, finale about a student with a stock of weapons was yanked from the schedule Tuesday, hours after a teenage gunman killed 19 students and two teachers at a Texas elementary school. The episode titled A Prodigal Son was meant to air on CBS Tuesday night, was instead replaced by an episode from earlier in the season. And as the team investigates a deadly robbery that garners a cache of automatic weapons for the killer, they discover one of the perps in the classmates of Jubal's son who is reluctant to cooperate. The long line for the finale reads, Jubal Valentine, played by Jeremy Sisto, is the assistant special agent in charge of the New York field office where FBI is set. The Dick Wolf series, which has spurred two spinoffs, also starred Missy Pellegrim, Zico Zaki, Elena Del La Garza, John Boyd, and Catherine Renee Turner. A spokesperson for CBS did not comment on when the scheduled finale will air. FBI is the latest addition to a terrifying list of TV shows that have been pulled from air due to tragedies, including a Supergirl episode about a bombing days after the 2015 terrorist attacks in Paris and a 1999 episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer in which Jonathan, played by Danny Strong, brought a gun to school to kill himself that was supposed to air a week after the Columbine High School Massacre. And Mike Myers wouldn't mind being seen in green again and again and again. The Saturday Night Live alum who went on to front three major blockbuster film franchises, Wayne World, Austin Powers, and Shrek, says his famous animated role holds a special place in his heart. In a new video interview for GQ Iconic Characters Digital Series, Myers waxed poetic about some of his most notable, and Shrek is the one that if he had his brothers, he would revisit. And this is what he said. He said, quote, there's an emotional center there. That's what the 58-year-old funny man recalls on making the original 2001 film, which he viewed as a dramatic role. He said, quote, I love playing Shrek, the primetime Emmy Award winner who revealed he has Scottish ancestry. He said that if he had to do one Shrek a year, he, he would be thrilled. Loosely based on William Stegg's 1990 picture book of the same name, Shrek went on to be a billion-dollar cottage industry, taking home the first Academy Award for Best Animated Film and spawning three massively earning sequels, television series and specials, video games, theme park attractions, and even a Broadway musical. The newest film set in the beloved Green Augers universe, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, is scheduled to debut in December. Meanwhile, Maya's latest effort, The uh, Pentaverant, is currently streaming on Netflix. And as speaking of Netflix, as uh, Netflix continues to deal with criticism for promoting comedian Dave Chappelle and his transphobic jokes, Ricky Gervais has arrived with similar punchlines. The 60-year-old English English comic uh, new special called Supernature hits the streaming service on Tuesday. It's chock full of anti-trans jokes. The backlash was swift within hours of the special release on Netflix. 
And uh, this is what someone tweeted. They said, quote, to him we exist only as a punchline, a threat, something less than human. That's what one woman tweeted. Uh, this other person tweeted saying Ricky Jave is just an incredibly lazy comedian who hasn't worked out that just because you're offensive, it doesn't mean you're funny, unquote. Now, representatives for Netflix did not return a comment, but Jarve offered one final comment to wrap up Supernature, claiming that he, of course, support trans rights in real life. The new controversy echoes and debates down on disclosure last October after Chappelle's own special, which drew uh, criticism from GLAAD viewers and even Netflix employees. Netflix boss Tez uh, Sarandos uh, he repeatedly defends Chappelle, insisting that context on screen doesn't directly translate to real-world harm. Colin Cantwell, who designed some of the most iconic images featuring throughout the Star Wars movies, has died. He was 90. Partner Sierra Dahl told The Hollywood Reporter that the artist died at his home in Colorado on Saturday. A cause of death has not been released. Cantwell's contribution to the Star Wars gal- galaxy include coming up with the concept art for the Death Star space station, as well as the X-Wing, Star Destroyer, and the TIE fighter ships. He also worked on visual effects for the 1968 classic 2001 A Space Odyssey, 1979 Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, and 1983 War Games. Before he got into movie making, Cantwell worked with NASA and at the Jet uh, propulsion laboratory. He told Reddick that his role with NASA saw him inform the public on the first unnamed uh, space flight. Right now we have uh, 29 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, Angela Landbury. Apparently she has got, she was honored with a very special Tony Award, and I'll tell you what that Tony Award was. Vanessa Hudson is soaring high. She's getting ready to host this year's MTV Movie and TV Awards live from Los Angeles. And Kendrick Lamar has retained his status as the king of the Billboard 200. And Harry Styles' album, Harry House, has broken further records on Amazon Music. And Nick Cannon has made his return to music with a new album, which uh, was gonna, it's going to be featuring a lot of guests on there, Kay Michelle, Chris Brown, Brandy, and I'll tell you more who's going to be on that album as well. And uh, Time Magazine has come up with its uh, 2022 100 Most Influenced Individual, and I'll guess, you, guess to tell you who's made that list. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't go anywhere. Yeah. 
The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we have 25 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from Khalid and Skyline. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about actress Angela Lanbury. Well, she's adding a very special Tony Award to her already impressive collection. The five-time Tony winner will be honored with a Lifetime Achievement and Theater Award at next month's ceremony. And, uh, you know, she's 96 years old right now, and the uh, the organizers have announced this special award this past Monday. Uh, past recipients, including Cheetah Rivera, Andrew Lloyd Webber, James Earl Jones, and Stephen Sodham, uh, Lanbury, best known for her on-screen role as the mystery writer and amateur detective Jessica Fletcher in Murder, She Wrote, debuted on Broadway in 1957 in Hotel Paradiso then returned to the stage in A Taste of Honey. 
But it was her 1966 role in Mame, uh, Jerry Herman's musical adaptation of the novel Auntie Mame, that brought Lanbury her first taste of stardom. And throughout the decade, she's the British actress who also appeared in The King and I, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, and uh, Deuce, which earned her a Tony nomination for Best Leading Actress in a play in 2007. Lanberry's five competitive Tony Awards are for Mame, Dear World, Gypsy, Sweetie Todd, and Bliss Spirit. She ties with Julie Harris and one behind Audra McDonald's six Tony wins. Lanberry, who was nominated 18 times for an Emmy without a win, has also received six Golden Globes, an Olivier Award, and an honorary Oscar. In 2014, Queen Elizabeth named her a Dame Commander of the British Empire. The Tony Awards, hosted by West Side Story star Ariana DeBose, will air live on CBS and stream on Paramount Plus on June 12th. Vanessa Hutchins is soaring. Hi, the high school musical alum will host this year's MTV Music and TV Awards live from Los Angeles next month. The June 5th award show will be followed by the Movie and TV Awards Unscripted, honoring honoring uh, reality television. Uh, this isn't the first time the 33-year-old TikTok boom star had been involved with the show. In 2020, Hutchins hosted the first ever MTV Movie and TV Awards Greatest of All Time special. Spider-Man No Way Home is among this year's contenders in the best movie category, with Tom Holland, who starred as Spider-Man, scoring nominations for Best Performance in a Movie and Best Hero, and co-star William Defoe getting recognized as a Best Villain Contender. Uh, Holland and Zendaya were also nominated for Best Kiss, and the film was recognized with nominations for Best Fight and Best Team. The Batman, starring Robert Patterson, uh, he also got nominated, and the Lost City, Sandra Bullock, new comedy, and Marvel Studios, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of Ten Rings were nominated for three awards. On the TV side, big nominees include drama series Ephora, which scored seven nods, including Best Show, and The Real Housewives franchise dominated many of the unscripted categories with the Bravo reality staple Potomac, uh, New Jersey, Beverly Hills, and Ultimate Girl Trip, Incarnations, all nominated. The ceremony will air on MTV at 8 p.m. and be simulcast across multiple networks, including the CW, BET, and the Comedy Central. Kendrick Lamar has retained his status as the king of Billboard 200. The 14-time Grammy-winning rapper newest album, Mr. Morality, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers landed in the number one spot in its first week of release on the Billboard chart with the equivalent of 295,000 sales. According to the Luminate Music Tracking Service, formerly known as MRC Data, the eagerly anticipated opus amassed 343 million clicks on streaming services marking the 34-year-old Compton native fourth consecutive number one album. Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper also had the largest number of first-week sales of 2022. Uh, released on May 13th, the album follows 2017's Damn, which was awarded the Pulitzer Prize for music, heralded as a virtuosic song collection unified by its vernacular, authenticity, and rhythmic Dy- dy- dynamism. 
uh, last week, Lamar announced plans to kick off his international tour, the Big Steppers Tour, featuring Baby Keem and Tana Leone. It's getting ready to schedule. Well, it's going to begin in June, June 23rd in Milan, Italy. And Harry Styles' album, Harry's House, has broken further records on Amazon Music. In addition to smashing the record for the most first-day Alexa album request so far this year, the As It Was Hitmaker third solo album has broken the record for the most first-day Alexa album request for a male artist in Amazon Music history. Within just the first two hours of its release on Friday, May 20th, the follow-up to 2019 Fine Line has earned the most first day streams for a pop album released in 2022 on Apple Music, toppling Kendrick Lamar record for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And Nick Cannon has made his return to music with a new album, The Explicit Tape Raw and B. The 14 track LP features the likes of K. Michelle on the opening track, a player's player's no, a player's prayer intro, which remixes the classic hook of Bobby Womack's If You Think You're Lonely Now. The R&B songbird was also featured on Cannon's 2016 EP, The Gospel of Ike Turn Up, where he blends his comedic and musical styling. The multi-hyphenated host enlists Chris Brown for I Do, a a piano-laden offering as he toyed with the idea of getting remarried, while Jacques joined Cannon on the casual Little Bro. Though most of the LP is an old classic R&B element, Brandy closes out the stack project with Faithful, re-imaging the Gap Band's um, 1982 smash hit Outstanding, the two songs about a best friend always interceding through hardship fulfilling unconditional love, something Brandy knows all too well. Currently, the album most streamed track on Spotify, Weekend Girl and My Pimpin' are more broad than full of rhythm and blues. Prior to the album release, he dropped a single alone for his ex-wife Mariah Carey, which samples her 1990 ballad, Loves Take Time. And uh, the 2022 Time 100 list has arrived, while figures included well, while while figures including uh, Oprah and Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson both made the coveted list, it's also no surprise that the Queen of Hip Hop Soul Mary J. Blige graces one of the five covers as the most influential icon of 2022. This year, Mary celebrates the 30th anniversary of her debut album What's the 411 and the 25th anniversary of Share My World. She also hosts her inaugural Strength of the Women Festival and Summit during Mother's Day weekend in Atlanta and was honored at the 2022 Billboard Music Awards with the Icon Award. Among the other 99 influential people on this year's list are Abbott Elementary creator Quinta Bruson, Quinta Bruson, newly minted Grammy winners Jasmine Sullivan and John Baptiste, and entertainment mogul Issa Rae and Oscar winner Quest Love. Right now we have 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. You got, you got the cinema. 
Having already achieved huge success in the music business, the 26-year-old rap star admitted she would like to try her hand at acting one day. The say-so hitmaker, whose real name is Amala Diamini, said that she loves to act and she loves to be in movies. That's a massive one for her. Doja launched her debut album, Amala, in 2018, and she's already one of the best-selling rappers in the industry. Despite this, she still looks towards Nicki Minaj for inspiration and guidance. She told the June-July issue of Elle magazine, quote, I think her as a businesswoman really inspired me. The way Nicki can carry herself felt almost alien to me because I was kind of a little runty kid trapped in her room just watching YouTube videos, and back then I was like, damn, that's dope. Unquote. Doja would actually love to take a step back from her music career to pursue some of the other interests, such as fashion and beauty. However, the rap star knows she needs to dedicate meaningful time to her ambitions. And Aerosmith has disappointed news for, has disappointing news for fans. The rock band announced on Tuesday, May 24th, that they have canceled some dates of their Las Vegas residency because frontman Steven Tyler is seeking treatment after a relapse. The group made the announcement on Instagram. Uh, this is what they said, uh, quote, We are truly sorry to inform our fans and friends that we must cancel our first set of Las Vegas residency date this June and July while he focused on his well-being. We will continue our 2022 date starting in September, and we'll let you know any further updates as soon as we can. We are devastated that we have have inconvenienced so many of you, especially our most loyal fans who often travel great distances to experience our show. Thank you for your understanding and for your support for Steven during this time. The band, which also consists of Joe Perry, Tom Hamilton, Joey Kramer, and Brad Whitford, they also said, quote, if you purchase tickets via Ticketmaster, you will be refunded and will receive an email shortly with details. Otherwise, contact your point of purchase for information on refunds. Uh, Stephen has been open about his struggles with substance abuse. Back in 2019, he divulged that his bandmates and management staged an intervention in 1988 that urged him to seek help for his drug addiction. Blackpink star Lisa felt like she was bringing the team down when she couldn't sing during a difficult time. Part of the K-pop girl group alongside Jisoo, Jenny, and Rose, the dancer and rapper revealed she suffered a rough year in between 2017 track, As If It's Your Last, and 2018 hit Do-Do-Do-Do, no, do, 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 although she didn't explain why. Uh, she told Rolling Stone magazine she couldn't sing. When she went to the studio to record, nothing came out. She cried. She felt like she was bringing the team down. She overcame her struggles with the help of a band collaborator and producer, Teddy Park. The group as a whole also opened up about the pressures of being a K-Park training act. And while agency YG Entertainment did provide mental health classes and therapy at the time, they didn't find them particularly helpful and instead focused on their relationship as a brand. Jisoo explained that uh, they that they had the uh, same problems, so it was better to talk to each other. Um, last month, YG Entertainment were forced to deny rumors that Blackpink were planning a comeback in June, with plenty of speculation surrounding their release schedule. The label said that Blackpink comeback schedule has not been decided yet, and for the comeback in June, many people are also speculating that way, but it has not been officially announced. Billie Eilish felt very 
press during the early years of her career. In a new interview, the chart-topping star revealed that she struggled to enjoy her early success in the music business, but Billie is now in a much better frame of mind. The 20-year-old has made a series of behind-the-scenes changes over recent years, and her entire outlook has been transformed. Meanwhile, Billie recently revealed she made friends with having Tourette's Syndrome, the award-winning star was diagnosed with the neurological condition, which causes involuntary movement, twitches, and sounds when she was just 11 years old. And although she doesn't like it, she's grown to view her affliction as a part of her. And John Legend has announced a special gig at London's Royal Albert Hall on April 5, 2023, gearing up for the release of his eighth studio album, the follow-up to 2020 Bigger Love, which is due out later this year. Uh, the All of Me Hitmaker has announced a one-off concert of at the legendary venue next spring to showcase some of his new songs. Last week, fans got to hear the first single from the forthcoming LP, Dope, featuring Jid. Uh, John recently hailed the 31-year-old rapper, whose real name is Dustin Choice Route, a gifted lyricist who nailed his part. Additionally, the Star Study Collection featured the likes of Janae Aiko, uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Jasmine Sullivan, and Rick Ross. John further teased, saying, quote, and then you look at the album, we got people like Janae Aiko and, and Ty Dolla Sign, and we got Rhapsody, we got just some incredible people, and he says he's um, excited for everyone to hear everything. Um, Money Long on the album, What? Just really talented people are going to be on this album. Those who pre-order John's eighth album now can gain access to the pre-sale for the Royal Albert Hall show from May 25th. General tickets go on sale on May 27th at 9 a.m. And for further information, visit www.shopuk.johnlegend.com. That's www.shop.com. U-K, S-H-O-P-U-K, dot johnlegend.com. And uh, Olivia Rodrigo thanked her fans for forever changing her life on the first anniversary of the release of her record-breaking debut album, Sour. Through the album, which was released on May 21, 2021, the Good For You hitmaker broke a world record for the biggest opening week for an album by a female artist in Spotify history. And as she looked back on the whirlwind year, the pop megastar admitted she is internally grateful for those who made it possible. The 19-year-old wrote on Instagram, uh, on her Instagram post saying, quote, that her first, my first album, Sour, came out a year ago today. It's impossible for me to sum it up in words how much this album means to me and how grateful I am to have gotten the privilege to make it and watch it exist in the world. Thank you, Dan uh, Nigro, for making it with me and believing in me more than anyone. And thank you to everyone who embraced my 17-year-old lamentations and forever changed my life in the process, unquote. The Deja Vu singer recently admitted she has grown so much since releasing Sour. She feels like she's becoming a much more confident person because of everything she experienced over the last 12 months. And Little Pump has invited a fan in a wheelchair on stage. Much to everyone's surprise, the, uh, the, 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 they said that the fan hyped up the show even more after he flaunted his wheelchair tricks while the Gucci gang rapper was performing. 
In a video share on TikTok, Pump was seen performing at the festival Metro Metro in Montreal, Canada. The MC later asked the man to join him on stage. And uh, the caption on the clip read, um, quote, I saw my boy in the crowd, so I had to bring him up. Unquote. Now, after a security member helped the fan to sit back on his wheelchair, he uh, sh- a show he he sh- kind of showed off some stunts like black back flips, handstands, and even push ups. He even prompted the concert goers to erupt in cheer. Uh, Pump's fans were later identified as a professional athlete named Woody Belfort, who has a form of cerebral palsy that limits the use of his legs. However, he didn't let the condition hold him back from participating in any activities like uh, rock climbing, basketball, and bodybuilding. Good for him. Good for him. And, um, uh, you know, that... um, they said that uh, uh, getting back to you know as we last talked, you know Rihanna and uh, ASAP Rocky just had their little uh, baby. They had, uh, Rihanna had a little baby boy. The Hollywood paparazzi will likely have a hard time to get pictures of Rihanna and her new family. Uh, if the new report is to be trusted, the Grammy Award-winning singer and her baby daddy, Aesop Rocky, are going to move to her hometown of Barbados to raise their newborn son. And um, a source told the Sunday Mirror that why not? Rihanna loves Barbados. She loved. She was. She grew up there. She's from there. And while the couple will reportedly spend three months in Los Angeles before relocating to Barbados, she wants to give her baby the same experience she had away from the world of show business, and that's according to a source. Both her and Aesop families are in Barbados, so the couple are planning to move there in a few months' time. Um, The Diamond songstress has already decided which school the top will go to when he's old enough. Uh, Rihanna was raised in a bungalow in Barbados, capital of Bridgetown. And as for Rocky, while he was born in Harlem, neighborhood of Manhattan, uh, New York, his father is from Barbados, so the country must be holding a special place in his heart. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, That is going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. Uh, You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Please be safe out here. Please make sure you vote. Get these certain individuals out of the White House, I'm sorry, out of Congress, out of the Senate, and do let's let's try to embrace each other, love each other, and, and try to make sense of what's going on in this world. But, um, yeah, that'll do it for me for this week. Um, You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe and healthy, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.